Welcome back, everybody. I first want to let you in on a very big secret that I have had a very hard time keeping over the last nine months. You could probably guess the nine months. Uh, my wife and I are having a baby. This is our first baby, and we decided never to make any sort of big social media post or announcement or anything. So, and we have friends, family members, um, patients now who all know, but we never made an, one of those big Facebook posts or Instagram or even have even mentioned it online. Um, so I have not shared this on any of the previous podcast episodes. And I was hanging out with Lance Von Stade, uh, Dr. Lance, who I interviewed a couple episodes ago. I was hanging out at his house on Monday and he was like, dude, I have an amazing idea. What if we interview you about how you are feeling in this moment leading up to fatherhood so that this can be a snapshot in time, kind of like a time capsule that you can look at anytime in the future or your kid can look at anytime in the future and see what your current values are, your hopes, your wishes, your fears, um, what your mindset is about fatherhood in this moment, all these different things about what is current stepping into fatherhood. And so I'm recording this now on November 22nd, and our baby's due date is on Thanksgiving Day, November 28th. So we have six more days, and the baby isn't here yet. Um, we are definitely ready for little baby fairly to get here. We are having a boy, at least that's what a blood test showed many months ago. So if I, for some reason, I make an announcement that we had a girl, well, those blood tests must have been wrong. But this is a prelude up until... Um, we are having the baby and this will not be released until after the baby is born, just in case, you know, something happens. But this is Dr. Lance Von Stade interviewing me about stepping into fatherhood. I hope you all enjoy this podcast. We dive deep into the things I was talking about, and I'm really excited to be sharing this time in my life with all of you. Welcome to the Dr. Jordan Fairley podcast. This show is for people who are ready to implement immediate actionable strategies and insights in health, business, and life. Inside each episode, I'll share with you my biggest aha moments, stories, and interviews to introduce new ways to reframe your current situation and reclaim your life. I'm your host, Dr. Jordan Fairley. Welcome to the show. Well, hello. Hello. This is Lance Von Stade on my end, talking and with pleasure interviewing Dr. Jordan Fairley. Hello. Fa father to be. Basically father. Fairley the barely father. <laughs> uh, you have a child, a son, who is scheduled to be born any moment now. I guess scheduled to be born in six days, but we're rooting for 6 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jordan was at our house the other night just hanging out. We had two kids jumping all over the place, and um, the idea popped into my head to take a snapshot of who you are as a human right now, what your intentions are for this young person coming into your life, and to have something that you could reflect on later because I know for myself, looking back four and a half years ago, before I had sons, uh, how I saw the world, although I was very confident about how I saw that world, uh, has now changed. And it would have been really cool for me to 
right now, basically five years later, to be able to listen back what was going through my head um, and to have pointed questions because I was definitely out in the world talking a lot about wanting to be a father and what my intentions were, but um, kind of being put on the spot. So thanks for accepting the invitation and stepping into this unknown space with me. <laughs> Thank you for facilitating this. Yeah, when we were together the other day, I really love the idea. Um, there were a little bit of nerves initially when you first asked if I want to do this. And then I thought about it a little bit longer and thought it'd be really cool to be able to get, like you said, a snapshot of where I'm at currently. Uh, so just currently, when I don't know what we're going to be using this for yet, but it, today is Friday, November 22nd, and a baby is due on next Thursday, November 28th, which is Thanksgiving Day. Um uh, <laughs> The due date, you know, is next Thursday. I know Crystal is already ready for this baby to be born today, and she just took off to go to work. She's still working, and hopefully, like you said, it comes earlier than than uh, Thanksgiving Day. Is we would be really happy to be able to welcome a new baby um, before Thanksgiving, so we can celebrate with everybody and be thankful for yeah. this baby. And uh, yeah, I don't know what you're gonna ask, but I imagine um, what needs to be said will be said. Nice. Well, uh, I think I'd like to start with how are you feeling right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be honest i feel um like i'm expressing symptoms of adapting to a cold so adapting to higher levels of stress than i was already <laughs> uh, so i'm really nasally my ears kind of plugged and this is something i have not experienced in at least a couple years so i haven't been sick that was just a really fancy way to, to say i'm feeling sick <laughs> so i'm feeling kind of sick for the first time in a couple of years. So even though I don't feel like I'm stressed, I imagine I am more stressed than I feel. Um, but I'm, I'm ultimately really excited other than these physical symptoms. Yeah, nice. So feeling a little um, whelmed in the immune category and feeling excited for what's to come. Uh, yeah. What do you guys have left to do right now before anything? Is it all locked and loaded or is there still kind of check marks? Yeah. I mean, Crystal and I have just been, we've been ready. We feel like we've been ready for two months now. Like the babies <laughs> are moved, we moved to a new apartment uh, within like two months of her um, finding out that she was pregnant. And we moved into a two bedroom spot. And we've, ever since, like we've just been working on the baby's room already. We literally have every single thing we could have at least imagined from our baby registry. Um, so, you know, we don't know, we don't know that we might need, but we currently believe that we have everything and it just feels currently like a waiting game. Like we've had this day, um, November 28th as the due date for a super long time. And we also know that sometimes babies come early. Like I was born six weeks early. So even just when I got to that six weeks up until the birth moment, you know, I was like, yeah. Oh wow, like this is when I was born and my parents weren't really ready for it, but we were already ready even even a few weeks ago. And so right now it just feels like it's taking like a super long time, even though we're not actually even to the due date yet, um, but just excited and ready. Nice. Yeah, you guys are in the red zone. <laughs> uh, so now when you imagine, um, let's just put yourself into a couple of scenarios. So labor begins and uh, you don't know what that journey is going to be like. Uh, how are you viewing kind of what your mindset is going to be while crystal crystals in labor? Uh, ultimately, I 
I've been, I feel like I've been prepping for this for a few months now uh, and really just trying my best to be fully present and engaged in the moment with her. Um, what, is, what does that look like? How do you accomplish that? So how do I, how do I, have I been working towards that or how do I yeah. see I mean, how, how, yeah. So if you're, you're going to be in this moment where it's all happening now and right now you can look at it and say, you know, I'm just, I want to be present and focused and in the moment, like, how are you planning to accomplish that in perhaps the most exciting or stressful moments of your life? Without feeling like a robot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think I've, I've been prepping myself really well with, um, be engaging with, how I'm currently feeling in the moment as other things around are happening in my environment. Uh, so noticing different areas of tension in my body, what my breathing pattern is like, am I actually listening to the people in front of me or am I just listening to the thoughts that are in my head? Um, so that's something that I've been really actually training over the last few months. And so I, I see myself, you know, listening to her, if she says something, listen to what that is, listen to the needs. Is it just that she's saying something because, you know, maybe she's in pain or she, um, you know, is just voicing something because this is a new experience or is she voicing something and because it's an actual need of her? So trying to distinguish the two of those. Uh, we really, you know, we're having, planning on having birth at the hospital, uh, but trying to do so in, you know, the most natural of ways that we possibly can. And I think the the hospital that we're choosing does a, a fairly good job of that, but really being aware of like, what are the doctors trying to push? So listening to the things that they are saying and trying to do, listening to um, what Crystal's needs are, how her body's responding, what is she telling me in person? How is she, you know, presenting physical touch to me? Is she asking for something? Is she telling me like, with her eyes or body language or verbally, like she um, can't do something anymore and needs some type of other assistance. Uh, and then, and really checking in with breath. And I, I think that like with my breath, I've been, I've been noticing myself that when my breath changes, it's a really good indicator of what my emotional state is. And so if my breathing is really, really high and rapid and shallow, then I'm probably not actually being present. I'm probably more thinking about myself rather than the person that I'm with. Um, so I like to use that as check-ins. And then really, um, you know, I want to be there as a support person for her. Um, this is a, a moment that we're choosing to try not to have any other people around. So even though as much as I would love to have friends and family and grandparents there, um, we're deciding to have this be a moment just between the two of us, which I, I think is be ideally, you know, hopefully things go as we imagine. Um, but it'll be just a, an opportunity for us to create a bond with it, with each other that we've maybe never experienced in our life. Um, and I see that happening if we are listening to each other um, throughout the entire time. Nice. And you said, hopefully they go as you imagine. How do you imagine they're going to go? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I imagine it will be her going through labor, the breath work, the contractions, being feeling in control of um, what is happening with her body, feeling like she is in control of pushing when she wants to push, uh, being in control of taking breaks when she wants to take breaks being in control of being able to move her body in ways that she wants to. Um, we've already talked about like, you know, she doesn't like, she's not the person that likes to just lay back in something and have something happen to her. She's the type of person that really like, likes to take charge and 
make things happen. So if that is her like getting up and doing some squats or some type of lunges or like, um, you know, whatever position it might be, being able to do that. Uh, you know, ideally, ideal situation is that things happen naturally through vaginally, doesn't have to have any sort of other in, in uh, interventions with Pitocin or epidural or C-section, stuff like that. But um, I'm also open to those things if they happen. So I, I was um, experiencing a lot of fear and anxiety for the first time in my life a few weeks ago. Uh, so I never felt like these feelings of like tight chest, trap tightness, back tightness, neck pain, um, and slight like agitation and headache or increased heart rate. I've never just had that for a long period of time before. Mm-hmm. You know, I've experienced that type of sensation like right before going onto a stage to talk, but I've never had it just to have it and f- over the course of no- numerous days um, in a row. And I recognized that I was worrying about things that I ultimately had no control over. So I was worrying about what if she has to get induced or what if they have to do Pitocin that leads to other types of complications and then ultimately leads into some type of C-section. What if um, something happened to her in the birth process? What what if something happens to the baby um, in the birth process? And I was was worrying about all these different things that I don't have control over and these what ifs um, because I was putting expectations on hopefully this goes perfect. And I was creating a lot of anxiety in in myself. And then ultimately, when I when I was talking to friends and family members about this, like the only thing I have control over is myself and my own intentions and trying to be there as a support person for her um, and be ready and for whatever happens, you know. And ultimately, all I want is to have a healthy baby and a healthy wife at the end of it. Um, and so whatever we can do to make sure that 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 happens. Nice. I love that. I think if there was um, anything that I took from the experience, it was basically that process you just went through. And in the end, after saying all the things you said, redefining what perfect is as healthy baby, yeah. healthy wife, <laughs> you know, coming out the other end with something to celebrate and everyone's there to celebrate it. I think you're in a good place to do that. And then the thing you started with about what are you going to do to actually accomplish that state of presence, you know, those are strategies you've been training to do all the individual steps that I think are going to help bring you back to the present moment and be able to remember that that redefined perfect. Because if the the image of the perfect birth and how the baby gets here is a part of success, then... It, there's a risk involved there because, you know, especially us working in perinatal chiropractic and family chiropractic, we see on the other end how many different roads there are to get to the same destination. Um, so I'm stuck to hear that process, man. It we've sounds had, really had, healthy. You've experienced something that wasn't as planned. Uh, yeah. I know Brett, Brett and Kate experienced something that wasn't as planned. And I think especially coming from more of the natural chiropractic ideology, like we have an image that is really, you know, put upon us through schooling Mm -hmm. of how a birth has to go. And we also, you know, you see a lot of pregnant moms and kids in your office. We see a lot of pregnant moms and kids in our office and every single person's birth is completely different. And most of the time, everybody winds up okay. And so Mm -hmm. like, hopefully, you know, success is healthy baby, healthy mom. Beautiful. Cool. So then a healthy baby and a healthy mom 
come out the other end of this experience and now you are a, not that you're not a father already, but then, then you will be more actively fathering in the sense of like you will be carrying a baby around and having a baby look at you and make sounds and poop on you and all this stuff. Um, so I think something cool to imagine is what do you think is going to change? Uh, and we've talked a little bit about this in the past when your son arrives, son is in your arms for the first time. What do you think you're going to feel and notice and be thinking? And uh, part of this exercise is to be able to imagine it before it happens so that you can be more present when it does. Yeah, I think, well, to start, I think the part that I'm looking forward to the most is like that picturesque moment of mom on the table, baby's just first time on the belly and dad's standing right there next to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the three of us uh, and everything's healthy. Like that, that moment right there is what I'm looking forward to the most. Um, and ideally, you know, this, well, I don't want to say ideally, but to be honest, like a, another fear that I've had over the last few weeks is um, everybody keeps saying like when that baby gets there, it's going to be this overwhelming sense of love and a joy that you've never experienced in your life. Like I keep hearing that from so many people. And I keep also thinking about how I've, I grew up at the very, um, I grew up lucky. I had amazing parents. I had amazing childhood. I was very gifted in um, different things that I pursued and I felt supported and loved all the time. And I've also, I don't know if I've ever really felt love from this sense of like overwhelming joy. Mm-hmm. I've mostly attributed and experienced the feeling of love when it relates to sadness or loss. Mm. And I know those two like are really hand in hand. So when everybody, when everybody says like, you're going to feel an expression of or overwhelming sense of love that you've never experienced in your life, the fear I've had is what if I don't actually feel that? Mm, yeah that moment and so that is that is a piece that i've been worried about um and so i yeah i'm really looking forward to that moment and that has been the hardest part that for me to not have expectations on (laughs) Uh tension for sure is to to be able to to be present and to hopefully experience that um but there is a a bit of an expectation there Mm -hmm. that can be challenging Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The um, even just if you were to be yourself in that moment, looking back at yourself now, is there anything you think you would tell yourself now, prepping for that moment? I imagine I would tell myself that you will feel that, regardless of if you have the intention for it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't have to look a certain way. But uh, I believe because we've been so excited these last few months about having a baby soon and even currently, like, I just want it to happen now. Like, let's like talking to the baby uh, these last few nights, like, we're ready for you. Like, come out and join us. We want to be able to hug you and play with you and hold you and see what all these different movements are like. Um, I know that we are we are ready and yeah. that that readiness and the joy and excitement I feel playing with your kids and with Brett and Kate's kids. Uh, on a weekly basis, like tells me that I'm ready also to be a father. Uh, so I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I would tell myself that all these different signs are telling you that you are ready. And, um, I imagine that it's something that is innately hardwired within us to, 
to love that person that uh, you know is is basically ours <laughs> that w- that we made together. A genetic, yeah. genetic blueprint of us. <laughs> so I would tell myself to not, yeah, to release expectations again, and and uh, also that it doesn't have to look a certain way, and that um, this will be the greatest gift that we are given. Nice. So now let's blast it out even further into the future. And um, before we do another reflection, I think even if you just think about the timeline you're going to be spending on this planet, moving into this new volume, not even a chapter, um, looking at the role of a father, um, there's few people on the planet that I think I resonate with as much when it comes to the the profound respect and depth in aligning ourselves as a father in advance of being a father. And uh, as you, I, mean, I feel like you and I have had those conversations and, and I've heard you speak on the topic. And so I'm curious at this stage in the game, what do you think the role of a father is? Huh. Or what is the act of fathering? You know, more than just the anatomy and physiology involved. I imagine at the beginning is mostly love and support and nurture and safety and being able to make sure he survives the first year, you know, Um, just growing to be healthy. But then after that, like being a facilitator for his life, like I have so many things that I'm passionate about, which I'm excited to be able to share with him um, in terms of like athleticism, being active, love for outdoors, being able to connect with people, personal growth, um, you know, spending time with friends and family and travel and all things like that. But ultimately like facilitating what he wants to do um, and also like being there to support him along the way. And so, uh, you know, I have... I have no idea what this kid is going to be like. I have, you know, again, intentions of how I want to kind of craft and mold and shape him into the person that I would hope he turns into to being. But also, you know, I think I'm just there in that facilitation role of like, you know, what are the things that you're interested in? How can I support you and help you succeed at those things? Um, how do you want to express yourself emotionally? And what can I do on a level to help you gain a greater understanding of what your feelings and needs and emotions are um what do you want to do in terms of like who do you want to love and just being open to being able to allow you to do that without judgment um you know i think that facilitator word and the facilitation like we do with some of our other our other businesses and how we kind of look at ourselves in terms of you know being a chiropractor and a facilitator for the chiropractic profession and and for our patients and for our loved ones i feel like that is the a good word for for um how you father a child nice. i love that yeah yeah starting with physically protecting <laughs> helping facilitate survival <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and, and then moving up the yep. ladders of <laughs> physical health emotional health spiritual health with love and relationship and adding different challenges. I know that in the past you've talked about how you've appreciated your family pushing you into adventure and nature. And uh, I know that that's one of the things that you really do look forward to providing the most. And I think adding that level of facilitation of that physical and emotional and spiritual health and development with their insights and wishes and hopes in with 
also acknowledging that you also have hopes, like helping to craft this person that you hope to probably spend your time with and life with. And um, yeah, Monica and I had that that thought too, like, man, like what if our kids, what if we don't like our kids? <laughs> That's kind of a scary thought. You know, they're going to become these human beings and how do we help facilitate the development of kids that we want to actually spend our lives with too? Mm. You know, we need to be people who we <laughs> want to, that they would want to be with us. And I think when we look at you and Crystal and your family, to, to us, you guys are like a, a mentor family. We would love to be the Fairleys someday. <laughs> you actually like hanging out with your parents and uh, having adventures and you're looking forward to more of that. And that's what we want to cultivate with our kids. And so I think in lots of ways, you're already um, facilitating that as as a father figure, just with the way that you're planning and thinking. And I think you have a good model in your life also with parents who have who seem to have done a good job of doing that with you because of how you've spoken, even when the microphones are off, you're talking them up and giving them a lot of props. So, like some, there's a different, like something that came to mind with the difference between like and love. Yeah. I think uh, something in intention and something that I hope my child feels at any age in their life is that they're um, unconditionally loved. Mm-hmm. You know that at any moment they can talk to us and we're there for them and we'll support them no matter what. And there's that difference between the like and love. Like, <laughs> I hope <laughs> well, my kid is somebody that I, I want to be around, that I like being with. Uh, which I think we have a large influence on that. I'm more of a nurture versus nature type of person. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, like I, I have expectations. I have hopes um, that he likes to do sports. I have hopes that, you know, we would be able to run together. That we'd be able to do uh, basketball, baseball, um, soccer, triathlons, stuff like that. The things that I'm interested in basically. And I also am very aware of the, What's the what's the male version of a tiger mom? <laughs> you know, the, the overarching <laughs> that like pushes their kid to do stuff that they are interested in, the kid's not actually interested in. Like what like you know, hopefully there's a find a happy medium or a balance there within yeah. this, but uh, <laughs> uh-huh. that's like typical father. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> At least in my cultural circles growing yep. up. Um especially in sports a lot of times I think that that happens I think that's that's a even a great segue into what I'm hoping to kind of wrap up on is um, what do you see as the the cultural norms that you've been aware of the fathers that you've seen those you respect those that you may want to learn from some of their mistakes things you don't want to be replicating or emulating and um, what pressures are you conscious of now and what conscious choices are you going to be making to continue to evolve yourself as a father as time goes on yeah um i've been thinking a lot lately about who the biggest male role models are in my life and even right before this call my good friend john hannah um, asked me who are the three biggest mentors that are famous for me that i look up to and i had a really hard time even thinking about who that would who that, that would be because i you don't i don't know I, don't, I see things i like and things i don't like and people that i'm famous but i don't really consider them really as big of role models as the actual male figures that are in my life both 
um, people that I'm related to, my dad and my grandparents, and also my best friends. So you and, and Brett specifically are the people I'm closest with that have kids. Uh, but I, I, I see different pieces that I emulate a lot. And I understand that um, when it comes to fatherhood, I imagine a lot, there's this huge piece innately that if we enjoyed the way that we were brought up as kids, it's pretty much hardwired in us that we could be that same type of father. Mm-hmm. And we also do have the opportunity to make conscious decisions to choose a different route or add different types of things that we wish we had as, um, as kids when we were growing up. So how, how do we wish we were fathered? Uh, and so there's pieces, you know, especially with my dad, like learning how to work extremely hard, doing something that you're extremely passionate about on a daily basis, doing things without any sort of expectation in return, um, loving your kids and being present with being able to play with them and being active with them are all, all things that I really have learned from my dad. Uh, from my grandpa, Jerry, um, just passed away a year ago. Things I really picked up from him was the idea of, of supporting family and really doing anything no matter what to support family. Uh, he always, again, just like my dad, like took people in, nurtured people, uh, helped people people get back on their feet even without any sort of expectation in return or or expectation on time limit. Um, and he was a handyman, so he liked to do things himself, which is something that I really like to do. Uh, and he was also, you know, avid in the outdoors. So camping, backpacking, hunting, fishing are all different things that I took from him. Uh, things from you is really like being a conscious father. So choosing how you want to show up at every single moment with your child. Uh, being really active again and, and pushing them with even subtle things like learning how to like push their toes as they're learning to walk in order to build like mind body awareness um, <laughs> and just having that foresight of how can I shape and mold this kid into being like the best kid that he can possibly be and then stuff with with Brett I believe like the biggest thing I learned from Brett is also you know is is I need to also focus on myself and make sure that I'm the best version of myself so that I can be the best version uh, for the child. So how can I focus also on myself to be the best dad so that my child's getting the best dad and not like this run down, tired, or, you know, this unequal balanced dad. Um, There's also pieces where I've seen people who get really focused on business. So currently I'm very focused on multiple businesses um, and I, I want to make a conscious effort of being able to find some sort of balance with getting my personal recreation and athletic needs met, getting my business needs met, and getting my fathering needs met. And so hopefully there isn't some sort of unbalanced teeter-totter where I'm only focusing on business. Like that is something that is currently um, a struggle of mine with uh, how I see myself fathering. Like I have a, a struggle with the idea of I'm going to have to sacrifice time away from the business or I'm going to have to uh, rework the type of, you know, input I'm putting into different business endeavors because I'm going to have a kid there and I don't want to be a dad that isn't present with their kids. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, finding that balance. And so hopefully that is something that I can find really well. And I, I've seen, you know, I've seen the struggles really for how that is with you. I've seen the struggles with how it is with Brett. Um, and I also see both you making very conscious decisions of trying to do better at that on a daily basis. And so that's something I look to emulate. And um, yeah, with like current state is I'm in all of these different businesses. I work out, I, I choose activities that take a long time. So biking and running, which 
45 minutes to two hours and 45 minutes, you know, five days a week, which that's a lot of time away from my kid. Um, and so how can I, you know, I'm already consciously trying to understand how can I create that balance? What are the things that I can do, uh, to shave off time? What are the things that are like my specialty? Um, and then how can I also include my kid in a lot of these things, you know, mm-hmm. putting, making that a priority? Like how can I make the business things I'm in also really rewarding and successful and inclusive with my family members? Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's going to be a constant challenge, but it's something that I'm wanting to work towards. Nice. I think, um, yeah, I'm so aligned with how, how you're viewing this. And, um, I think one of the things that came up for me in the last four years that I did not plan for as much, because a lot of the thoughts you're having now, I, I feel like I also had and, um, the parent and the professional balance, like how is that going to work out and how can I integrate my, my kids into the life that I want to live to keep myself healthy. And another element that, um, I thought would just be included in a lot of it, but didn't get a lot of intention at first that I think is warranted is the partner, (laughs) the father as partner. And that element, even talking about, you know, at some point you want to help your son learn how to love, you know, and that's something you'll be doing simultaneously as you're raising this kid. And I'd love to hear your perspectives and thoughts now on how you think your relationship with Crystal and how you show up as a partner, a partner father, (laughs) you know, the lens that your kid will be looking at is a father who is a partner and learning how to partner based on how my father partners. Um, I'm curious what your, what your thoughts are on that. That's an interesting question. Uh, and that brings up some different things that I've heard Crystal say more than once over the last few months uh, when different occasions come up like her birthday or, or some sort of anniversary and saying like, you know, she would mention well, that's the last time like this will be focused on me. Like my life <laughs> forward now is like mostly towards the kid. And so like, you know, that hits me in a place like I don't want that to happen. I want to be able to still celebrate her um, and also celebrate us and also show up for her. Um, so something I want to emulate first, that I think is a very good strategy really is like the, the one night a week date, mm. you know, have a babysitter and you spend time focused on each other. Um, one of the things that I wish I saw more that I want to have my child see is affection through verbal communication and touch. Um, so is that giving her hugs? Is that telling her I love her verbally? Um, is that snuggling on the couch? Is it holding hands when in public? Uh, things like that. Also making making time special for her. So if it is her birthday, like making sure we're doing something that is specific to her wants and needs um, so we can celebrate her. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I imagine all of our attention initially will go on the baby. Um, but I appreciate you bringing that up so that we can have more of a balance with making sure that our relationship is still there because, I mean, just I don't know what age they start watching, but I imagine it's as soon as they come out of the womb, they're they're engaging with uh, learning how to love, like you said, with what they're observing. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like at least just having that awareness, I imagine is the first step. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And even to cycle back, something that um, has helped me make Monica more of a priority in my life is, you know, fatherhood has been my first principle, first priority. And uh, realizing if I want healthy baby, then healthy mama is the facilitation. <laughs> the healthier Monica is, the healthier our kids are. And if I'm ever, it's often that I will fall into the trap of, okay, kids are taken care of. Now I'm going to get my needs met because I have to be healthy. And if I'm not healthy, then it's hard to show up present. But also including more of the, okay, kids are healthy. How is Monica doing? Um, and including that parent, partner, professional, personal kind of quadruplet. <laughs> um, that consciousness is, I think that's the balance. It's so easy for us to think work-life balance. But when we realize that just life itself has such a broad balancing act already, um, I think it broadens, it opens us up to be asking more specific questions. And, and I think you've, you've hit so many of those. It seems like you are on point. You've trained yourself you know, uh, to be a better chiropractor, <laughs> partner, communicator. Your emotional intelligence has skyrocketed since I've met you. Uh, your ability to love and communicate that you love and embody that and act in ways that demonstrate it. Um, the way that I've seen you show up with Brett's kids and our kids is inspiring. And I, I just can't wait to see you showing up for your own kids, even if it's that same way, like just inspiring, loving, open, forgiving, inclusive, and curious. And it's such a great balance of skills that you're, that you're bringing to this, this role as a father. So thanks for being the, the human that you are, man. Thanks for doing the work that you've done that, I think if more people did that work in advance of having the kids that uh, we'd have a different world and um, hopefully we can continue to inspire others to do the work that you've done. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Appreciate you being an example too. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I'm stoked, man. I'm so glad we got to carve out time to do this before the little one arrives. And I hope that you can push through this expression of cold very quickly so that your, your body's prepped and ready. Uh, you don't have to be because the body's going to reorganize its energy and resources. I already feel a little healthier. My, my, I'm less nasally, less ear plug. <laughs> you guys need to voice some of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, well, that's the adrenaline of being on camera. That'll, come, that'll go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, we'll go for a bike ride and a hot tub right after this yeah awesome yeah cool um well i guess to wrap up just let us know how we can support you we're here in, in your corner with you guys and um going to be giving you as much space as you need because that's what you've requested and also chomping at the bit to come out and meet the little one and bathe you with foot rubs and food and whatever else you guys need and thanks for even doing this interview because I know that um, if anyone else gets to listen to this, they'll get to see a, a version of you that maybe someday um, 
who knows how it all goes, but it'll be cool to see the growth that you've made even from here. Cause I know you're, you're one of the people who is on a continuous growth trajectory. So anytime we get to snapshot you, it's, it's cool to see what's possible cause you keep pushing your own limits. Yeah. I appreciate it. Um, I would like to bring up one more thing. Uh, and that's ultimately like a couple different things I'm really excited about. Um, one thing I'm really excited about is the first time I have an opportunity to present my baby to my friends and my parents for the first time. Um, I'm really looking forward to that moment and also to see Crystal become a mom. Mm. I would say like even before, I mean, I think it might be a different, a different time where we could share, you know, how we first met, but even before we were dating and had the idea of like, are we going to get married? Are we going to have kids? something I looked at in her was the potential as of this being my partner for um, raising a child. And I, I saw something that I don't know if there is, you know, anybody that could be a better mother than her. Like she's put in so much work on a personal end from an end of like raising her own brothers um, at a very young age, uh, doing the self work on a daily basis to overcome like her own traumas and history or ancestral traumas to be a better mom and um, learning and, and lessons from her own mom and loving and supporting her mom. Uh, the type of work she does with kids on a daily basis in the hospital and the type of um, mother she's already been really to, you know, when she's had opportunities to see your kids and also like Brett and Kate's kids. Like every time I, I see her with children, she just turns into like, I don't know, like basically a unicorn. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> beautiful version of herself that can only really come out through uh, being around children. And I, I'm mm-hmm. really excited about um, parenting with her. Yeah. I will echo every one of those sentiments. We are, we don't even Google things anymore. We just crystal things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something's happening with the kid. Camera now it's we like two send a text to Crystal. <laughs> Have two bookcases of child development stuff. <laughs> yeah, yep. We're we're gonna have our notebooks out, watching how Crystal does this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already thinking of the online modules that can, I can make for. Uh, <laughs> she's actually had some real experience. <laughs> yep. I imagine she'll just be so stoked to shoot modules with you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how to labor how to be in the hospital together hey let, crystal hold on do that again let me videotape this <laughs> don't tell your husband that your needs are not being met yet <laughs> yeah. cool dude well love you thanks for taking this time congratulations in advance congratulations already and um congratulations to your kid who might be listening to this 20 years from now Ooh. and be like whoa my dad really was that cool that young yeah <laughs> I hope I can live up to, or hopefully, you know, I'm an even cooler version of myself. Well, I will be a cooler version of myself uh, in a few years from now. They potentially listen to this, but I love and appreciate you too. Thanks for um, having the idea of doing this. Yeah, man. Talk to you soon. Peace. See ya. I'm going to keep it non-specific to what
this is being used for in case this ever gets repurposed for whatever you choose to do with it. <clears throat> like if we play it at your funeral or something. <laughs> <laughs> 75 years from now. Yeah. 